Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. These folks are challenging times. And Rocket Mortgage is prepared to help. If you need mortgage assistance, contact their team 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage, they're with you. 855 212 for CBS, 855-212-4227. Jared Greenberg in 40 minutes. NBA on TNT reporter. NBA TV host, we talked to him. Pierno out. The great Ryan Hickey in. Hick, what's going on, friend? Ken, nothing. I'm excited to be back. How are you? I'm excited to be back myself. I'm excited to have you with me myself. I should say, because I was back last week, obviously, and the week before that, and I'm glad to have you back with me. This is a fantastic day. It's a fantastic day because you were off last weekend. What would you do last weekend, huh? I had a little family barbecue, social distant, of course. Went to the beach, also social distant. Do people have to say that? Like, well, yeah, am I going to call wanna... the cops on you for for not saying you were social distant, of course? No, but, you know, I want to project, not even project, I want to just let it be known. I am not taking advantage of the rules. I am. You want everybody to know that you're a good person, huh? Yes, like, I'm not like, going to be the reason. If there is a spike in New York, I'm not going to be the reason. I can promise you that. I just assumed you weren't going to be part of the reason. I think you're a good enough person. Do I? And anybody who just listened to you for the first time over the last 40 seconds, they automatically assume if you, well, you know, we had ourselves a family barbecue and things like that. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, this guy. Like, were they really going to think the worst of you right there? Um, I'll say this. In this climate we're in, um, there's a lot of overreaction. So, yes, I will say that I feel like people jump to conclusions well, you can't quicker than ever. you can't guarantee those folks. I mean, heck, you can't guarantee. I, all I'm doing okay. is just covering my bases. That's all. I'm saying I enjoyed what, myself, but I enjoyed myself bases, responsibly. That's all. What bases are there to cover? You don't need to cover any bases. I know you're a good guy. They know you're good. The American people know you're a good guy. They know you're a nice, responsible person, Right. I just want it on the record, just in case. That, that's all. No one can clip this and say, oh, great. here's a CBS Sports Radio employee advocating um, to not socially distance. That's all I'm doing, just projecting okay. and letting everyone know I follow the rules. That's all. Oh, wonderful. Okay. All right. Ryan Hickey with us. Uh, Hickey, we got to do the top five. You ready to do the top five? I am very excited for this top five, yes. Let's see the top five. What do you got for me, bud? All right. So we are going to do top five state flags. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, there are wow a lot of bad ones to say the least. It is uh, to get a top five is not that easy. Well, it's not even and like listen this this stems from I think Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach are going to go speak to the is it the House of Representatives over in Mississippi? Yeah, they about went, changing their state. Fl- yeah, okay, so they they're trying to change their state flags. Uh, I looked at the state flags. The state flags are terrible. 
And I'm not it's not just that state flag. Like, yeah, get rid of that. That's fine. You make a new state flag. In fact, Mississippi has the chance to do think about what you have. You have the opportunity to redo a state flag. Go and Google state flags and tell me which ones are actually good state flags. There's like I don't know if I can get a top five. I think they most I I think they're mostly garbage. Most of these state flags look like they were slapped together for a science project the morning of school. If you have to write your state's name on your state flag, you've done a really poor job of a state flag. California. I knew what California was, and I knew what it looked like, and I knew what state it was when I was in preschool, right? Do you really have to write the state of California? Do you have to write California on your flag for people to know? Did I really not know that? Like, if you wrote the name of your state on that flag, I think you need to redo your flag. I think you've done a half-assed job. Like, there's so many of these things. Like, I'm looking at them right now. Look at Washington. It's a state of it's, it's a picture of George Washington. That's what you did. You basically, you did Photoshop before Photoshop. It's a picture of George Washington, excuse me, a portrait of George Washington on your state flag. You couldn't think of anything else. It says Washington in the name. If I find myself in the state of Washington, I think at some point, like maybe there's not a maybe there's not a sign on every road going into Washington that says welcome to Washington. I would figure at some point I'd be in the state of Washington and I know where the name comes from. Do I really need you to put a picture of George Washington as your state flag? I mean, how half-assed can you possibly be where it's a picture of George Washington as your state flag? I'm looking at some of the other ones here. Uh, Maryland's a coat of arms. Honestly, you know what Mississippi should do? Hickey, can I help out Mississippi? Let, please, they need some. You're help. right. You're right next to Alabama. You you want to do you want to do something right? Do what Washington should have done, which is like, in case people are confused, put a picture of Bear Bryant on your flag. At least people will think they're in Alabama. The old okie doke, huh? Just yeah, just 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 trick them for a while. Just trick them for. A, they'll get it. They'll understand they're in Mississippi soon enough. Just trick them for a minute. See if it works. Here's our state flag. It's Bear Bryant, or or just the houndstooth fedora. Put that on your flag. See if that one works. What about Bear Bryant's face with the, in the background? Is the houndstooth uh, Bear pattern. Bryant's face with the with the background? Maybe maybe the statue of Nick Saban. Maybe put Nick Saban there. You could put him there. Just just take that. I know you guys really don't have any football coaches of your own to yell about, so I mean, what the hell, right? You can put, put Houston Nutt on there. On there. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Houston Nutt is a very good guest of ours. I'm not going to say anything besmirching Houston Nutt, okay? I'll leave that to the fine folks in Arkansas who also have the state name on their state flag. You don't need to put your name on the flag. Does New- Hickey, are you from New York or are you from New Jersey? I am from New York. Do, do you have the name of your state on the flag? I'm trying to see. It looks like it says... No, but it's an awful flag. That, I don't believe they do. I mean, what do we have here? I'm looking at Kansas. Kansas says Kansas on it. Oklahoma says Oklahoma on it. Like, at least Colorado... Colorado has a C. At least it tries. Texas is a nice flag from what it looks like here, right? This is a nice flag. South Carolina, that's a... You know what? That's a handsome flag right there. The moon with the palm tree deal you got going on there, South Carolina, that's a pretty handsome flag. Wisconsin says Wisconsin in it. Just just put Culver's fries on there or the cheese curds or something. Just do that. 
Minnesota. Does it say Minnesota? Yes, it does. It says Minnesota on their flight. Just put a picture of a sturgeon there and move on. If if you have to write, if you have to write the name of your state on your state flag, you're trying way too hard. I already can get my. T- I think I can get five. You guys already know what number one's going to be. I'm sorry, it's a great looking flag. So you know what? You don't like it. You think I'm doing a homerism type of thing there? Fine, but it's a great looking flag. Okay. You know it's a great flag. Hickey, don't tell me that's not a great state flag. Can I Can I say I was doing my list earlier today. Can I make one comment on your number one? Or it's should I unique. wait? It's unique. It's pointy. I like it. It looks Go like ahead. it belongs on a sailboat. Like if this state well, in that's question. Good cause, yeah, because we're right next to the Great Lakes. So you know what? That's wow. fine. It looks, that's very fine. Na- it looks too nautical for me. That, that's that's my fine. Issue for a state that is near no ocean. Wayne says, could you even spell California in preschool? Buddy, I can still barely (laughs) read and write, Wayne, okay? I can still barely do it. I was the first kid in my school to know the capitals. Guess where it got me? Nowhere. Still, you should try to learn your capitals, folks. 855-2124-CBS. So I don't want to give away what I can sell, but we'll do the top five coming up at 1.20 p.m. Eastern. That sound okay to you, Hick? Sounds a plan. I can't wait. And if you have any ideas of what Mississippi should do for their state flag, I'm all ears. You want to put a picture of Archie Manning up there? or put? How about just a picture of the Manning family? Just make that your state flag. That's fine, too. That's perfectly fine. I mean, you have a golden opportunity to fix this and get something better for everybody. 855-2124-CBS. For the good of your team, I think you'd rather start the season later. We had Jason Lock and Four on at around 1040 this morning, and I thought, you know, what if you move the season back? And, and, and this is a concerning thing. It's a confusing time because I, I, you go out every single week, you hear something different, you hear something different from the CDC. I know the CDC had released a statement yesterday saying that for every positive case they have, 10 people have been already have had coronavirus, which is like, hey, okay, that's good news. And then you get from some of the epidemiologists, well, we've kind of always – operated as if there's maybe 10 to 50 people who've already had it. It's it's not very smart to believe that it just came over in, in February, that it's probably been here since way before that. We just didn't know what it was. But also, we don't want to be irresponsible about, uh, irresponsible about these things. We don't want to sit here and say, oh, well, you know, I probably already had it, so I can go around and act like a moron. That's not what I'm trying to get into. So I there's a lot of things that I may say, I just don't know yet because of the science. All right? And I that's where I'm kind of like eh, iffy on the... On the coronavirus thing. I know there's spikes in certain places. I know that some people have made a big deal about those spikes. I know some people have tried their best to minimize those spikes. That is in your eyes. That is in your hands. That's in your brain. You go do what you want to do. This isn't about that. But I'm going to talk to you from a strictly sports football sense. From a football sense, it's probably for the best of your team, for your favorite football team, if you were to start the season a little later, you've had no OTAs or virtual OTAs. You've had no mini camp, or you've had virtual mini camp. You've had very little time where guys have had a chance to get together and work. and And you can you can get quarterbacks. And I know Kyler Murray had planned to, and I'm not sure if Kyler Murray still did. If Kyler Murray had planned to get 23 people in to to have a little mini camp at his house and. We know that Tom Brady, he doesn't give a damn what the NFLPA says. He's saying, get your ass to camp. And if you're not planning to get your ass to camp on time, which you should be, you better have your ass down here already working with me. And Tom Brady's letting everybody know about it. We'll talk about that with Tom coming up a little bit. Or about Tom coming up in a little bit. 
But I look at a couple of different situations. If you're a Panthers fan, a Giants fan, or a Cleveland fan, you're probably a little nervous right now. If you're a Washington fan or a Dallas fan, I think you should be a little bit nervous right now, but you're probably not as nervous as what those three other situations are. New coaches, new situations, tons of pressure, a a year where you have to figure out exactly what you're going to do. And in really two of these three places, the Giants, I don't know what they are. I don't know if they're a rudderless ship. I don't know what they're trying to be. I have no clue. If Dave Gettleman can get that idea to me, that'd be great. You got Joe Judge. Joe Judge seems like a no-nonsense guy. He looked like he might be okay with something like this. Kevin Stefanski, pretty cerebral, pretty no-nonsense. He looks like he wouldn't have that big of a problem with something like this. Matt Rule has obviously been a great coach and has had to build things up from really terrible circumstances while he was at Baylor. Now in the NFL, you want to believe that they would have their best intentions ready. But you can't guarantee it. And I think even in these guys' best days. There's times where they close the door and their thoughts get away from, I'm not saying they're panicking in there, but you could imagine that there's times where their thoughts kind of get away from and go, geez, we start this season on time. There's some of these players I haven't even met. I'm going to have to cut these guys. Some of these guys might have to be cut sight unseen. We might go from 90 to 70 before we even get anybody in here. I have to get these guys ready for a season and in One of these situations, when I talked about the new coaches, in Kevin Stefanski's situation in Cleveland, you have an extra playoff spot. Depending on the fan you talk to, you should be able to vie for it. You've made some strong decisions here over the last couple of years to get your team some talent. Ron Rivera, a new guy in Washington, but an old hat, should be better off, but still a little nervous. Same thing with Mike McCarthy. In fact, I think there's only really a handful of coaches that could either do okay with this setup or, or truly benefit from it. I think if your favorite team is coached by Belichick, John Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, John Gruden, and I think that's a question. He's just an old hand, and, and he's had a couple of years' experience with his team, but I think that's even questionable. I think Matt LaFleur is questionable, and I really give him the benefit of the doubt because of Aaron Rodgers. Doug Peterson, I think, is in that mix. Zimmer, Peyton, Arians. I'd say Shanahan. I'd say Carroll. Maybe Cliff Kingsbury, but I I don't think I want to put him in that spot. Because he's got a second-year quarterback who is just learning how to work in the offseason in the NFL. And now with this, it's probably going to put that back another year. In true how you want to prepare for a season. That's why I, I, I do want to put Sean McDermott in there. I just don't know if I can because of where Josh Allen is. And if you just move the season back, and it's so easy to say that, and there's so many reasons not to. But if you're talking about just from a football standpoint, what would Rule, what would Judge, what would Stefanski, Rivera, what would McCarthy, what would a lot of coaches get if they just got another month? Season's due to start on September 13th. If they started that season on October 11th, how much better of a season? If you could have guys in camp. Now, you could hear this and go, well, Ken, it doesn't matter. There's there's going to be sickness. There's going to be things going on. Absolutely possible. Absolutely possible. But I think that if you could move on and, and say that from a football standpoint, I got only so much time. I only have so much time with my rookies. And in some of these cases, those rookies are expected to start and play and actually contribute, which is an ugly thing in its own right, scary thing in its own right. 
what would another month do for those three situations or for your favorite coach, for your favorite football team? What would it do for that spot? You can't say it wouldn't make that better. Now, you could say you don't give a damn. It's unfair for everybody else. You demand entertainment. You've been through hell. These are entertainers, and I want to be entertained. That is well within your right. But just looking from a football standpoint, from a football standpoint, I look at a lot of these teams, and I think you can't help but be in a better spot just one month back. Three weeks, one month back. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Because I'm just more afraid of owners can be finicky people, can have knee-jerk reactions. Lock and Fora was on less than two hours ago, said, you know, this, this should really be a mulligan for everybody. 2020, when a season gets going here, it should be a mulligan for everybody. We're dealing with things that are unforeseen. Coaches, players, everybody are dealing with things that are unforeseen. The, the Sam Darnolds of the world, the guys who, who the, the, even even the Mitch Trubisky's of the world, the guys who are on edge right now, maybe they should be given a bit of a mulligan because of this year. I think that's great in your thoughts. I think that's what a lot of people want to say. I think there's a big difference between now and the end of a season and what a fan says about his favorite football team. We're very understanding in the heat of the summer. We get very agitated during the fall when we want our team to compete. 855-2124-CBS. I'll get to your guys' calls and... Folks, what else was NASCAR supposed to do? It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227. It's sponsored by Geico. Geico's introduced the Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for more info and eligibility. Also tonight... 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. It's the most unique event in PBR history, and it continues as the top riders in the world team up to take on the Monster Pit. I don't know what that is, but it sounds exciting, and it's only on CBS Sports Network. Liz is going to go to bed, the kids are going to go to bed, and usually that would mean some Cinemax. Not tonight, buddy boy. Not tonight, Hickey. It's PBR, baby. 10 p.m. Eastern. I am there. Good thing what do it's you an think? easy sport compared to, uh, or that list that was talked about last hour. Was it 42 oh, yeah. on the list? Yeah, it was 42nd on the list. Yeah, riding 1,000-pound <laughs> bulls. Easy. They Anyone have, can do it. They have something called the Monster Pit, and they put it 42nd on the easiest sports. Lord, 855-2124-CBS. I'm going to get into NASCAR here in a bit. I want to get to the phone, so first guy's up. He's been more than patient. Arizona Jay, he's in Alabama. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what a really cookie noodle is! Uh, I drive ten miles to Tennessee to play my lottery tickets every now and then. So. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! When you play, why don't they don't have it in Alabama? Alabama does not. Alabama is a no fun state. There's no lottery, nothing, nothing here. But fortunately, it's, wow. it's called the Magic Mile. It's, it's the I live right ten miles away from the Tennessee border. I live in North Alabama, okay. and basically, you drive ten miles to go play. It's called the Magic Mile. I mean, I'm talking about. It's like a, a nightclub where people scratch tickets, bro. Like, for real, especially when the pot is hot. <laughs> what just happened? Oh, my God. You know, there was a time where yingling wasn't, invol- wasn't involved. It wasn't allowed in Ohio for whatever reason. And we used to make these great big road trips over to Erie, Pennsylvania to go get yingling kegs back in the day. <laughs> that's, that's what you just reminded me of, Jay. Go ahead. What were you going to say, buddy? Uh, as far as Mississippi, like the Mississippi flag, I was telling you, Scrooge, and Andy just like like paint a big freaking riverboat crossing the Mississippi River, and the, the Mississippi boats and the riverboats would just say Natchez on the side or whatever, and have people gambling in on you. I don't know, 
But it, um, this is go people ahead. are going to fight for this thing, and it's like this is your opportunity. Most state flags are god awful and ugly. This is your chance to do something fun, to do something that's a redesign. And again, I I I think that a riverboat is perfectly fine. You want to put a picture on a riverboat, Mississippi, known for riverboats, known for the river. Hey, we get two birds stoned at once. We're good. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, bro. I mean, look, you got a riverboat and you got the sun setting behind it. What I mean, I'm from Arizona. Our flag is like, dude, we are Arizona. It's like in your face. I mean, the colors are like blinding almost. Yeah. And it's only two colors on the flag. That's a flag. Yeah, but, that's a flag. But as, as far as this coronavirus thing in the NFL, like if you're an NFL team that has a, a really old coaching staff, you might want to think twice about all this. And everybody's going to catch a plane. And I was telling you, Screener, also, like, look, it's, we're getting a lot of spikes, but luckily it's hot right now. But if we were getting these spikes while it was still cold, we'd be in a lot of trouble, bro. So, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, but Jay, again, I, I, I don't know because at first it was like, well, it's old people. Now it's, well, it's young people. You see young people are usually healthy, and it's like, hey, I can try to put a nice spin on things, but I'm not going to sit there and say I know, and what I don't know usually makes me nervous, right, Jay? Uh, that's the whole thing. Like, sitting huh. up speculate. I hate speculators, even though, like, a lot of us get paid to speculate. Like but, me, I mean, yeah. just, re- just be responsible with your speculating because, like they said, oh, it's going to get warm, and we're not going to have any more cases anymore. Now we're having record numbers of cases. And as far as young people and old people, young people, young people, yeah, we can we can get the flu and, like, you know, still do study for an exam and all that stuff and whatever. And our mom make his, like, chicken noodle soup will be all right. But it's almost like how older people, like, people get older, it's mm-hmm. like a danger for them to catch chicken pox. And I think this is, like, the same thing. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a biologist. I'm a computer scientist. So I was like, I'm I'm staying in my lane on this one, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's still it's a lot of red flags here, bro. And it's like a lot of us can't create our own like little, you know, you know, go on on, you know, like on boardwalk or what do you make up our own rules? We can't do that here. Jay, I thank you very much for the call. I, I think it was well said. I think that Richard and Myrtle Beach might pick up on what you're leaving down here. Let me get to Richard and Myrtle Beach. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Hey Ken, how you doing, buddy? Wonderful, Richard. Not- go ahead. We got a nice flag down here. It's got a half moon. You know, like it's it. got a couple little designs. It's blue. Mm-hmm. I like so it. I think we it's lo- pretty. We love our flag down here. Anyway, the best thing that Snyder has done since he's owned the team was get rid of the GM, hire Ron Revere, and let him bring his coaching staff in. Also, with the second draft choice, their defense is going to be better. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to end up with Cam Newton as quarterback. Well, I, I, I'd like to see Cam Newton. Cam Newton, looked, the video I saw Cam Newton working out with OBJ, he looked amazing. Now, I'm worried about his health long term, but you know, honestly, what am I supposed to do, Richard? I think a lot of people have tried to make him into a different style of quarterback to quote-unquote elongate his career, but I think it's made him worse. I think he's willing to deal with something like that. I think the reason why, and I take it you're a Redskins fan, if I were you, I'd want to move the season back a month for, just from a football standpoint. Now, I, again, I can't speak as a scientist. I have no idea about any of that stuff. So they might be saying, hey, it started earlier, and then whatever, we can play it later. But I'm looking at it from if you just gave them a little bit of time because you're going to play with Dwayne Haskins, you're going to start the season with Dwayne Haskins. And I'm looking at this going, oh, good luck, good luck. Yeah, I, I I know that they bring back some of their same talent, Richard, but 
how are you going to get going in a season and then we don't know if there's going to be a preseason or maybe it's chopped in half and you're going to have to go out there week one and play and if you're playing football, hey, I know that Jason Lock and Ford can say, hey, I think everybody can get a mulligan. Well, he he's well fought in this case, but fans are not going to think that way. Richard, I, I'm, I'm sure that if they're going out there getting their asses handed to him, you're not going to be thrilled in your own right, are you? No, sir. Not exactly. at all. Exactly. I think, it, I think it'll be interesting. I just hope everybody's safe yeah. and we can have a season in the NFL. I think it's going to be harder for college, especially at Clemson with all the people they got and some of the other schools. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to have a college season this year. Well, it's a dangerous thing to bring. And, Richard, thank you for the call because I think in two weeks, and I said this to Bill Bender, I may not agree with it and I don't think I do. But I think the conversation is going to change. They got 34 guys who got the coronavirus right now. And I think that in two weeks, if they go, hey, everybody's good, I think that's going to change the conversation dramatically. I think a lot of people are going to go, see, it's not that big a deal. And I think that's a – I don't think that's the way to do it. I really don't think that's the way to do it. I think it comes down to basic what's responsible – what can you do to mitigate the circumstances? Can you or can you not provide a safe opportunity for your student-athletes mixed with the opportunities for your students? Because there's going to be plenty of campuses. They're opening up. They need your money. They want your money. They're working at a 90% markup. We know how expensive college is. And flat out, I, I mean, I saw I saw Jim Trussell, who is now the president of, the, of Youngstown State University, he goes, hey, we're having hand-washing places. We'll see you in the fall. He didn't say it like as, as cavalier as I did. Trust me, He's, he, he thought that out. But it was basically, look at these brand-new hand-washing stations. When we have students back in the fall, we encourage you. That's a win. As they know, that's a business. College is a business. And so if you're welcoming students back on campus and they're going to live in dorms and 20-year-olds are going to do what 20-year-olds do, folks. We know this. Then it's going to be, well, if they can do that, why can't we play college football? Especially if... Well, Ken, you just said maybe 50 people have had it already for every one case. That's what the CDC says. That's a scary scenario for a lot of people. With the older coaches, real quick, and I know we're going to get to Jared Greenberg coming up, and I'm going to get to my NASCAR thought later on in the show, I promise. When it comes to the older coaches, I think that they're going to probably do a lot of things you're going to be uncomfortable with. If we're seeing it from Mike D'Antonio says, I'll wear a mask, I'll wear a glove, I'll wear gloves, I'll wear a space suit to coach this team. I think that you'll get the same from Belichick. I really don't worry about Belichick's health. I'm not trying to take a shot at this guy whatsoever. Do not take this the wrong way. Andy Reid is a man in his 60s and is a very large person. I think that probably there's some people around him who are a little bit nervous. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Jared Greenberg joins us next. The NBA, they say, hey, looks like all systems are going to be go coming up on July 30th. We got a schedule, and we got Jared Greenberg to talk about it coming up next. This is the Ken Carmen Show. Coming up in a little bit, you know, they've been thinking like this their entire lives. I don't think they can turn it off just even for this. Get to that coming up because uh, Tom Brady had something on his social media that was pretty sensational. Coming up right now, though, we welcome in Jared Greenberg, NBA on TNT reporter, NBA TV host, one of the finest that you can find covering the great game of basketball. He joins us on the hotline right now. Jared, thanks for joining us today, my friend. Ken, good to hear from you again. It's been a while. Nice. To it talk has. To the last time we had I, – I don't know if I can say that on this network without getting in trouble because we said we were going to have Greenberg and Golick, and we ended up having you, and then we had uh, Bob Golick on. <laughs> 
in the morning <laughs> in the morning in Cleveland, and you were and thanks to you, you you probably don't remember this. You were very nice about it. You were very cool about it. We thank you yeah, very well, much. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of like you know a bad Saved by the Bell the college years episode. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob's just down the road from where we're at, and Bob's also yeah. a great guy. So I ended you know, up working yeah. out well. Yeah, it ended up working out well. Jared Greenberg <laughs> joins us on the show. Follow him on Twitter, at Jared S. Greenberg. Again, NBA, T- NBA on TNT reporter, NBA TV host. Lee getting ready to start up again. And, you know, I was talking to Michael Lee about this yesterday, Jared, and he he didn't laugh, but he goes, it looks like the league is trying to do a common-sense approach, and there's going to be some people who are worried, but this is just what we're going to have to do because – you have twenty. You have twenty-year-old guys, twenty-plus-year-old guys, who don't get told no, who make a lot of money. They're going to be down there. Uh, to say that you're going to be able to keep them in just that compound and that's it—that's almost unrealistic. <laughs> well, Michael Lee's a very smart individual. I respect him a lot. Uh, I, I will laugh out loud um, because you know I, I I think of two examples. Um, I go back to the, the Rio Olympics when the USA men's basketball team was told that they had to stay on a cruise ship um, for a couple of different reasons, mainly for to insulate and, and be secure in Rio. Uh, and they couldn't have any guests. They couldn't have anybody on the ship and what that was like. And then I also go to regular all-star weekends when players are regularly given hotel rooms in the team hotel and then always go off on their own to either rent a house or go get a different hotel room or a different suite or whatever it may be. I, you know, I think you're right. Like this, this is going to be tough. And, and I'm curious, like the fun, you know, it's, and it's not funny, but the thing, the thing that got leaked out about the fact that there's going to be a hotline, an anonymous hotline to, mm-hmm. to be a snitch. I'm curious to see if guys use it, um, if any action is taken and how they're going to hold players accountable. Because listen, I mean, the, the, the last thing the league wants to do in this situation um, is have to suspend or punish its stars for doing something that didn't necessarily impact on-court behavior. Yeah, you know, that's one of the weird things there that, and I, I mean, I don't want guys to have to snitch on each other, but there's going to be guys there like, wait a minute, I'm taking it, I'm, t- I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing what they're told yeah. me to do. Now you're going to go out there. You're going to put me at risk. I'm going to call this number over here. There could be some dissension within the ranks on their own teams, couldn't there? Um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and listen, uh, just look at the Lakers um, as, as an example right now. And, and I'm not saying that this is anything wrong or there, anybody actually has any, like, vitriol towards one another but you know Dwight Howard has come out pretty publicly you know questioning why we're playing Avery Bradley has decided for a very smart reason the health of his son not to play um and you know LeBron James has kind of put his chips to the center saying no I want to play we want to play he's trying to win his his fourth championship so you know yeah I I think there is and and I think it goes beyond players too I mean there's going to be a lot like you know we we keep on calling it a bubble, and, and I don't love that term. I, I prefer more of a hub, uh, whatever. It's semantics. But but it's going to be more than just the players down there. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going down there. There's going to be a, a other media members. The NBA is going to have a, a significant staff there. Um, 
And, and the arenas aren't necessarily going to be empty either, you know, that we're playing. And I know this is a different topic, but just, you know, th- this, this picture that we kind of painted for what this is going to look like, I think is going to be kind of eye-opening come July 30th. It, it's going to be different than I think people are anticipating. Also, there's also – uh, his name just escaped me. His name ju- – guys who are going to be un- unrestricted free agents who have decided to not play for their teams. And I'm thinking – now I'm trying to think of a player from Washington. I'm having a total brain fart with you right now, Jared. Oh, uh, Davis Bertans. Yes, Bertans. Is that thought with some of the other players? Could we see more guys maybe back out as we get closer to putting them in the bubble? Yeah, I, I think, you know, they, they, they technically had this date of three days ago, July 20, I'm sorry, June 24th, when they wanted players to inform them that they weren't going to play. Um, but to your point, I don't see how if players get down there and they don't feel comfortable, they can tell them they can't leave, right? Like, the, the issue is not leaving. The issue is coming back, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they've said is that if you're going to want to walk out for any reason, you have to – quarantined for for about 10 days if you come back for whatever the reason is so yeah i think you know and and i think you're going to see that too on you know davis bertans is on washington they're going to play eight games and most likely be done it's going to be a real stretch for them to go make the playoff let alone contend for a championship i i think you know when you're talking about teams that are competing for championships even if they have guys who are going to be free agents this summer you're you're not going to see them necessarily sit out unless they do have genuine health concerns. There's been another thing to this here, Jared. Jared Greenberg joining us on the show, how cognizant the players have been of how much this could affect their bottom line, that if they don't get a season or if they don't get the rest of the season in, they lose on postseason revenue because of television, which would affect their bottom line because of the salary cap. Is that correct? Well, in terms of the players, it's a little different. The, the, the players don't receive a salary for the playoffs. They only receive bonus money but all of this does impact the bottom line which does impact finances for future years and the tv revenue over the last i don't know decade or so has superseded uh ticket revenue as the main uh, as the majority income or uh, not the majority but the but the largest source of income um for the league because well, if you have that, then I'm just thinking in the next couple of years, and LeBron's one of the guys, like he's, I almost see him as the father of NBA players. Is that wrong? Real quick, is that a wrong thing to say? Well, no, I mean, he's, you know, I think a lot of guys look up to him. He certainly has the most powerful voice. He's, he's a vice president in the players union. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. Okay, because it's it's also like, okay, if the if the owners lose out on revenue, then it affects, yeah. eventually it affects salaries. With the salary cap yep. in the future, is that is that where a lot of these players are coming off of, and why they would play in this situation? Well, yeah. So, so there's, it, it, so what, what's they're trying to recoup a significant amount of money by getting to the eight games in the in the regular season, and then play the postseason. They're, they're they're trying to make sure that they get, and and it's more than just national TV revenue with these eight games as well. And this is getting kind of into the weeds here, and very much inside basketball talk, yeah. but. But the, the local regional sports network, you know, if you're in, in New York or in, you're a Nets fan watching on Yes Network or you're watching on one of the Comcast affiliates or the NBC Sports affiliates or the Fox Sports affiliates somewhere around the country or the AT&T affiliates, you know, they, they need to try and make more money by getting these eight additional uh, regular season games. So, yes, ultimately all of this 
is is not saving the money that they lost by all of the games they lost in the regular season and not having the fans in the stands, but it is starting to help recruit some of that to go towards future seasons. Jared Greenberg joining us on the show, NBA on TNT, reporter, NBA TV host. Follow him on Twitter, at Jared S. Greenberg. Is there an asterisk next to the winner of the championship this season? Yeah, because it's harder. So they're going to you know, say that, Ooh, that this, yeah. this, this, this championship is, is more significant. Listen, I, I understand where this conversation is coming from, and, and unfortunately, I, you know, I, I, I love to commit to a, a, a way of thinking, so I don't want to be a fence rider, but I kind of have to be just because of the climate we're living in. I mean, if there's one thing we've truly learned over the last three or four months here is that every day we're going to get a piece of information that changes our way of thinking or at least alters in some way the way we view things, right? I think ultimately if you take just in this vacuum of three or four months off and then return to play in an unusual situation with no home court advantage, having to stay in a hotel room for for almost four months to, to or three months to go win a championship, I think that's harder. But ultimately, if you're facing a team that doesn't have its two or three best players or two of its top seven players because they're infected uh, with coronavirus and they can't play, then yeah, they're going to talk about uh, an asterisk. But ultimately, just in a vacuum, this is more difficult to win a championship than it ever has been. Can I pat you on the back for a second? Um, I, I, you can massage a little bit too. I are, love that. Okay, well, you know, I got good hands. Um, are you? I, I open up the show today. You know, whether you agree or disagree with NBA players, there is a social conscience. They do seem to have yeah. empathy for reg- for their fan base, for regular people who take in their game. And I look at baseball. I think the NFL is the same way. I look at baseball, and that's where I think that they drop their ball. You don't Listen, if you don't believe that you have to have a cause over everything, you don't have to have a cause. But your cause was supposed to be to start your season and to try to do your season the right way. And that's where I think baseball dropped it, where I assume that the players don't care about me. But in this situation, with what we've dealt with with the virus and with social unrest, civic unrest, NBA and NFL players have shown that a lot of them do care. Major League Baseball, really with the exception of a very few, have shown me any of that. I think that's probably something that should be commended with the NBA and with the NFL, Jared. Yeah, you know, and I I think that, you know, part of, and, and whether you think it's just painting a rosy picture or not, the fact of the matter is the NBA understands it has a responsibility as entertainers um, in, in, in this. And, and that's the weird part, I think, um, to kind of oversimplify what we've gone through in this country, whether it's the social unrest or the pandemic, is that typically we lean on sports to unify or to just give us something to smile about or to cheer about or, or whatever it may be. And we haven't even had that. And, and, and again, there is a financial impact to all of this, as, as we were just discussing. There, there is no doubt the economics are the first reason why the NBA is coming back. But I think not far behind it are the obvious reasons of let's go do something here to kind of give ourselves a platform to even elevate our voices and our causes even more uh, than they would be if we were just sitting on the sidelines. Jared, I can't thank you enough for the time, buddy. No, you're very busy. Hopefully you have a great time down there in Orlando. Stay safe. The whole rigmarole. Take care, my friend. Ken, I appreciate it. I hope to speak to you soon from Orlando. Absolutely. Jared Greenberg, NBA on TNT reporter, NBA TV host. Follow him on Twitter at Jared S. Greenberg. I mean, even if you don't agree with him, okay? 
And I know, well, Ken, you got guys in the NFL and they've been arrested for domestic violence. And I know that. I know that. I know that. I know that in the NBA and I know that in Major League Baseball. There, there are definitely, out of thousands of players, there are definitely bad guys. There are definitely bad human beings. I'm not saying everybody. I'm not saying all of a sudden the NFL as an entity gets a pass because of what's happened in the past. Now, the NBA doesn't get a pass over what's happened in the past. But I think over the last few months, I've seen NBA players, whether you agree or disagree with them, have stepped up and, and, and shared their voice and have tried to empathize with people. The same thing with the NFL. and Or I should say NFL players. And even if it's just for good PR, they've still done the work. And in Major League Baseball, there has been guys. I've seen the videos of Yasiel Puig giving the water. That guy's a free agent. I've seen the videos of Yasiel Puig doing the water, and I've seen certain players do it. But in this climate, with what we've seen, the ugliness there, baseball is so open about it. They don't care about you. They don't. Like, at least BS me. I know ultimately you're the massive company. If I say I'm no longer a fan of you or I, I go to your store or anything, you'll live. But at least act like you care. The other two do. You, you couldn't care less. 855-2124-CBS. Coming up at 120, it's the top five. Up next, can't change your thinking in one day. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 